You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Say after me, I believe the word of God as the full expression of the Godhead. Whatever God is, that is his word. For he has magnified his word above his name. I believe God transforms. His word transforms me. I believe God is healing. His word heals me. I believe God is provision. His word provides for me. I believe God is protection. His word protects me. Whatever I believe God is, I believe his word shall perform in my life today. I can never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. I'm continuing with the power of thinking right. The power of thinking right. The power of thinking right. So many things we have been taught that God is gradually getting them out of our mind. We have been taught to see God as a wicked God sitting down and waiting for you to make a mistake for him to pounce on you. It's a very wrong concept and understanding of God. God loves you. He actually gave himself to you. He gave himself permanently, not temporarily. As a matter of fact, he died in your place. He died not just for you, but he died as you. When he was dying, you were dying. When he was being raised, you were raised. When he was seated at the right hand of God, Bible said you sit together with him in heavenly places. That is the God you serve. Any other impression you are giving about God, reject it because that's not your God. As a matter of fact, God showed himself in the express image of Jesus. And Bible said, when Jesus came, wherever he went, he was doing good. As a matter of fact, what God represents is goodness. When God created right from the Garden of Eden, everything he created when he was done, he said was good. There's no evil in God. He's a gracious God. He's a good God. He's a kind God. He loves you. And I always tell you, he has a crush on you. He loves you to bit. And you better accept that and walk in that revelation. Oh, praise the Lord. I said that you got to take God's word as God. Don't put God's word under God. 
God and his word are the same. So don't separate God and his word. Anytime you hear the word of God, you are hearing God. Hello. Anytime you hear the word of God, who are you hearing? Because in the beginning, continue. In the Greek he says, and the word is God. And the word is God. The word is God. And God is his word. So you can say you trust God, but you don't trust his word. Because God is his So just like you trust God, trust his word. And so when he tells you he loves you, it's not a joke, it's not a fluke. He means it. That's him, that's his nature. God speaks his nature. And because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, when he says he is, and because his word created everything, and his word is the reason for creation, Whatever is gone wrong, when he speaks, it turns to the right. Anytime you have an encounter with God's word, you are encountering God. Now, if that is how you know it and you see it, you would always run to church. Because you know that anytime you come here, you are coming to encounter God. Because you will hear him speak. And when God speaks, everything is settled. Praise God. Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. In other words, what a man thinks in his heart is an express resemblance of himself. So your mind is an express resemblance of you. Hello? How you think is you. Is how you look like. The moment you think sad, you become sad. Oh, hello? The moment you think joyfully, you become joyful. Whatever you are behaving now is because of how you are thinking. As a matter of fact, how you are receiving this word right now is determined by how you are thinking. If you are thinking omotuo at the end, as I'm speaking, you are mixing the word with omotuo. <laughs> and with some star around it. And it's glittering. <laughs> you are delivered. 
<laughs> Praise the Lord. So God gave us the model of how we should think as believers. And you've got to think right. And listen to me. When you get this message, nothing can overcome you. Nothing can overwhelm you. Listen, worry will never be seen in your life. Anxiety will never be seen in your life. You would always walk over your wealth. And you will recreate your wealth. John 3.36, God told us. He said, the one that God sends speaks God's word. And don't think, don't think he rations out the spirit in bits and pieces. I said, the reason why Jesus is called the anointed one. Jesus the Christ. The Christ there means anointed one. Why is he called the anointed one? Because all those who came before Jesus, the spirit was given in them in rations and in bits. But Jesus has the full measure of the spirit. As not of is the spirit that gave birth to him. The reason why you are also called a son of God, a daughter of God, is that the same measure of the spirit gave birth to you. <laughs> that's, the, that's why Jesus calls you his brother. He is the firstborn. And you are a copy of his resemblance. It's like a first model made and all the other models are following. That's why as he is, so you are in this world. And so he says, the father loves the son extravagantly. He turned everything over to him so he could give it away. To who? Say to me. He is in the Father. You and I are in him. So whatever the Father gave him, you have. <laughs> and he gives it lavishly. Distribution of gifts. Continue. That is why whoever accepts, receives, and trust the son gets in on everything. Life complete and forever. Oh, praise the Lord. Everything the father gave him, he has also given to you. Life. Oh, and everything. Not temporarily. So you are not those people who rise ah, and then they come down. No. You rise ah, and you keep rising. Oh, are you understanding? Me? You cannot come down. Listen to me. When you see, you think you are coming down, it's a detour. To take you into your next level. You don't know you. You describe yourself like the world sees you. And with the models of the world. You don't come down. You go up. And you keep going up. And going up. And going up. The devil tried it. It won't work. He 
is already late. Because there's a wiring in you that cannot come down. If you think who you really are, you will be it. According to his word, not according to the world. Don't accept who you are not. Have you seen an eagle behaving like a chicken? Because it finds itself then amongst chickens. And the chickens influence the eagle. So then the eagle will come, begin to behave like a chicken. That's how most believers are behaving in our world. We are taking on the form of the world, and the world tells us how to behave. Go and find out. Most of the rich, the wealthiest people died miserably because their wiring and everything is in their world. But the one that holds the world holds you. When your world fails you, you can make another. Because your hope and your structure is not in the wealth. It's in the one that makes wealth. You see, get these things. When you get these things, we're not thinking right. We're thinking like the world. Look at, look at the other category. Those who are different from us. He says, and that is also why the person who avoids and distrusts the son, who also is the word, is in the dark and doesn't see life. And he experiences God. Uh, he, all his experiences of God is darkness. And an angry darkness at that. In other versions he says, the wrath of God. Because they distrust the sun. When I speak to you, and I said I'm speaking God's word. And you trust God. And you trust his word. Everything in the word becomes yours. And I mean everything. Praise the Lord. If God loves me so affectionately, it means God accepts me. It means God has a plan for me. It means God has made provision for me. It means God will protect and perfect all that which concerns me and his assignment. Oh, praise the Lord. You see, that should be your thinking. That should be your formative thinking. Anytime anybody stands and there's a crowd, plenty of them, and everybody is afraid, tell them, as for me, I'm different. God loves me. As a matter of fact, if they tell you God loves them, Tell them he loves me most. You need to own and personalize it. That should be your life. I spoke to you about John and his mindset. 
John 13, 23, John 19, 26, 27, John 20, 22, John 21, 7. In all these scriptures, Apostle John himself spoke clearly. The one that Jesus loves most. He didn't mean words. The one that Jesus loves most. Nobody fought with him. He claimed it for himself. He personalized and owned it. That's exactly what you must do. Personalize your relationship with Jesus. Tell everybody he loves me. Tell yourself he loves me. Don't let anybody talk you out of that. It is manipulation. Don't let anybody come and tell you, oh, he doesn't love you. Oh, because of what you've done, God is angry with you. And then they tell you a dream they had. It is manipulation. Listen to me very carefully. Do you know that the things you think about is what you take into your dreams? Your dreams are a reflection of your soul. Your mind, your emotions, and your will speak to you in your dreams. That is what is revealed in your dreams to you. When something powerful is about to happen and God begins by your spirit to give you expressions in your soul, you will take it into your dream. In the same way, when you watch a movie, when you hear certain news around you and they find their way so strong into your spirit. They begin to show themselves in your dreams because it's taking over your soul. That's how people dream. And so when they tell you that, and you begin to have, then you also have a, a dream about it. Because the thing now is entrenched. So they tell you, you're going to die. Oh. Then you start dreaming death. Because it takes over your emotions, your will, and your intellect. Because fear has entered. And then it takes over you. And, start dreaming. and very soon, speaking it. And as you speak it, you are forming it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then very soon, it will happen. And they will say, ah, we, say, we said it. He didn't come for me to do a control. He created it. That is how the devil creates. Don't forget, the devil has no power. 
Because the devil was an archangel. Archangels were not given the power to create. They are messengers of God. So what the devil uses is to use your own information to create. That's what he did in the Garden of Eden. Have you forgotten? He used his own information. And craftily got Eve to commit herself. And then she sold the idea to the husband, and that was it. It was not the devil's power. It was his craftiness. May you think right. Because you know right. Are you getting the point? You think right only when you know right. I beg you. Don't come and be listening to this. I beg you. And then you go and listen to junk. Because what you listen to is what influences you. Let's go to the next. First Thessalonians 5 8. Look at Jesus, um, Apostle Paul. Look at what he said. He said, Let us who are sober, who are of the day, be sober. Who are of what? You are of what? You are of what? When you are a believer, you are of the day. Do you understand what that means? You are of light. When he has spoken and said that God is coming, Jesus is coming like a thief. Not to you. Them that (laughs) are in the night, he spoke to them that Jesus is coming like a thief. For you, Jesus is not coming like a thief. For you, Jesus is coming. And when Jesus is coming, you are connected. So how can he come to you like a thief? Because he's living right in your... So you are connected. When he's coming, you will know. And you'll be raptured together with him. Oh, praise the Lord. So he said after you, don't worry. Let them worry about it. Preach the gospel to them. But as for you, don't worry about it. All you need to do is to be sober. And he says... Putting on the bread place of what? Faith. Love. And as a helmet, the hope of... Don't ever let that helmet leave you. That you are saved. It is your helmet. It shields your head, your brain, from every attack of the enemy. You are shielded and your faith becomes a breastplate. Are you understanding the point? Your faith in Christ Jesus is shielded is the word you speak as you speak day by day. You walk in the light because you are of the light and your faith expression tells everybody and yourself that I am not done. I have hope in him. I am waiting for him. He shall come soon and he will take me away. 
And he says, love. Because I rest in his love. He's not angry with me. I walk in that confidence. God is not coming to harm me. God is not looking and hunting for me to destroy me. Who told you that? Love. Faith becomes my breath, my breastplate. My heart is shielded. I don't panic. The breastplate shields the heart from every arrow of the enemy. Are you getting the point? The hope shields the hair. It becomes your helmet. Are you getting the point? Every time you know you are there, you cannot be disappointed. At the end of it all, it's going to be good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And so 1 John 4, 7 says, love has been perfected amongst us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Oh, praise the Lord. We may have what? Why? Because love has been what? Love will be perfected. Love is going to be perfected. Love is being perfected. He said, love has been perfected. Listen, the day you said, I have received you, love was perfected. His love for you was sealed. To the day of judgment. So he said, on the day of judgment, you will not be afraid. You will be bold. Why? Because he loves you. It is not judgment of condemnation. It is judgment of rewards. Oh, hallelujah. He will reward you of wonderful things you have done. He's looking out for the wonderful things. Because all the negative things, he doesn't see them. Because Christ has taken care. You think God is looking out? He's watching. Hey! You see what you are doing? Let me give you that concept of God. That's not God. Oh, praise the Lord. He said, if you tell them that, if you tell them that, they will sin. Oh, you are, you are sure that God loves them, they will sin. So, your husband, handsome man, tells McAfee that I love you so much. I love you. McAfee, I love you. Even if you make mistakes, I love you. I won't do anything against you. Then McAfee says, because he says he loves me, I'll go and do something wrong. Then McAfee didn't love him in the first place. Hey, did you hear me? Yeah. Then love has not been there in the first place. And McAfee was already looking for a way to do wrong. And now he has been giving one. She has been giving one. But if there is a love there, McAfee says, wow. Trust and responsibility has been placed on him. And because of that, I won't hurt this man. 
is our love has been perfected. We love him because he first loved us. And when he shows us love, it gives us that awesomeness. We are in awestruck. And so we revere him. Praise the Lord. Because we keep wondering, this love is so amazing. Why would I do this to this man? He loves me. And when we make mistakes, we come to him and say, forgive me. And he's already forgiving us. Because there is love. And I say, yeah. When he says, somebody told me, he said, hey, you are telling them. When they don't pay tithes, God will still bless them. And you expect them to give. They won't give. I said, then their giving already was wrong. And I won't lead people to give the wrong way. Because it doesn't bring blessing. It becomes a ritual for butter trading. And playing telcos in church. But when true believers love him, they will give their life. They will give their everything. Because the love that he's showing them, they don't know what to do. They are overwhelmed. Pastor, you see your finances are coming down. I said, no, it will go up. I, will, I reject it. It will go up. When they understand the love of God, they will give themselves and give everything. If you, if you don't, hey, if you don't give and sow 50,000, that pregnancy never comes. There's a next door neighbor in your house. They are an unbeliever. They didn't sow two cities. Matter, let me whisper. They are unbelievers. They have even not married. They were doing boyfriend, girlfriend. They have, and the lady is pregnant and has given birth to a beautiful, bouncy baby girl. She didn't pay anything. And then me, who is a child of God, I should come and pay money before I get a child. No! God forbid! Everything he has is mine. Oh, praise the Lord! Everything he has is mine. And because I love him, and I can't pay for what he has done, I would rather give my all. In honor. But not because if I don't give him, he won't give me. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel. Get ready, we are going to the campuses. Look at Apostle Paul. Look at Apostle Paul. 1 Corinthians 13, 11, 14. 
said, when I was a child, first, children do what? They speak like children. And children speak even before they think. And before they understand. So he really expressed it very well. (laughs) As a child, you speak before you think. Even before you understand. So sometimes when I'm talking... (laughs) talking to my children. I get so angry. Because you realize that they didn't think. They just spoke. And then you ask them, did you think about what you just said? Then you now think about it. It's not easy to say. It's not easy. And then, when they understand, they will speak better. Oh, praise the Lord. So, Apostle Paul, after looking at how love is, that indescribable love of God in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, he came to the conclusion that all this while he's been speaking like a child before thinking. He didn't have understanding. But he says, when I became mature, And I understood the love of God. He said, I put away childish things. Put away childish things. Don't think like a child. Praise God. Do you know how children think? They are always afraid. Something is about to hurt them. Do you know how children think? They're always suspicious of other people. Do you know how children think? When you do me, I'll do you some. Uh, Do you know how children think? As a matter of fact, they only play. Life is all about play. Childish things. They don't take anything serious. Childish things. They allow their mind to play everywhere. They don't have control over their mind. Childish things. I put childish things away. Now I don't live in fear. I know he loves me. And where love is, there is no fear. I am bold. I am confident. Watch this. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just 
as I also am known. He said, even this love I'm talking about, I can't fully comprehend it. I know it in bits. I don't know it all. But when I see him face to face, on that day, just as he knows me completely, I will also know him completely. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Then he continued. And now abide faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> so he says there are three greats. Faith, hope, and love are the three greats. For any believer to live maturely as a man in Christ, they have to understand these three. They are the three greats. But the greatest of the three is love. Oh, praise the Lord. Say the greatest of the three. The first, he says, faith. Faith. Faith is so powerful. That is why we call our faith the Christian faith. Because we were saved by faith. As a matter of fact, we didn't see Jesus. We didn't see him die on the cross. We just heard a word. And by the word we believed. And by the belief we made a step. And deep within us we know we are saved. And by that faith we now walk as children of God. We don't need anybody to convince us. But we know that we know that we know by faith that we are who he says we are. We know that because we believe. Faith. The day you let go of your faith. You have let go of who you are. The same way you believe. The same way you take every promise he has given you. So don't wait to see. Say what you want to see. That is how you believe. That is how your faith works. You didn't see salvation before you spoke salvation. You spoke salvation and you received salvation. You speak the car, you will see the car. You speak the marriage, you will see the marriage. You speak the career, you will see the career. Whatever you want to see, speak it. That is how he said it right from the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then there was a gap. The next verse came after several, several, several things happened. Because the enemy came in. That's why he said, and the earth was void, was dark. What did God see? He saw darkness. He saw formlessness. He saw emptiness. But he didn't speak 
what he saw. He spoke what he wanted to see. That is how faith is expressed. When you say you have faith and you don't speak, you don't have one. Listen to me very carefully. I said your faith is expressed in speaking. Do you know how God created the world? He did create by speaking. My brothers and sisters, whatever you want to see, start speaking it. Do you know how Abraham became Abraham? By faith. He was Abraham. And God told him, you are going to have a child of promise. And you'll be called father of nations. Straight away, he gave him the name Abraham when he had no child. And every day Abraham was called father of nations, they were forming Isaac. They were forming you and I in Abraham. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Anytime they call Sarah, they were forming. Listen to me. Creation came by the word. So when you speak the word, you create your world. Keep speaking. I say keep speaking. I say keep speaking. And then hope. Hope is trusting. It's different from faith. Because faith Finds expression. Hope does not need to express. It stays in stillness, but it has strong mental capacity. It doesn't waver. It is still, but it is hoping. It is focused. It is trusting. And he says that hope never disappoints. Oh, praise the Lord. Are you getting the point? As a matter of fact, he always sees the future. Not as bleak, but as bright. Hey! By hope, they see the next. By hope, they see the future. By hope, they know all is well. They may not have seen anything, but they know. And mentally, they are so strong and focused. And they know this exam, I will pass. Because they are trusting. They have not spoken yet, but they know. Oh, praise the Lord. So hope, when it is so strong, gives birth to faith. And faith speaks. (laughs) Faith will find the expression. Hope is in the heart, so solid. And he says, I won't waver. Ah, I won't waver. And then it will give birth to faith. And faith will start expressing it. Faith says, I will see it. It will definitely happen. Ah, I will surely never fail. 
this thing will happen to me. God is breaking forth on me. I speak the word of God. I shall not die. I am rich. I can't be poor. I am the head and not the tail. I am not going down. What God said I will be, I will be. He will never fail me. Faith will speak because hope is alive. When hope is alive, faith will be expressed. Faith will speak. Let your faith speak this morning. Tell yourself, I am not going down. I will not die prematurely. I will never, never, never be frustrated. God is at work inside of me. Everything he does with me is going to be well. Why do I know that I can trust? I can have hope. I can rely. Why do I know that when I speak and I express my faith, it will happen? Because he loves me. Ah! Because his love never fails. His love is always there for me. Even in my wrongs, he loved me. When we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. His love is stable. His love is everlasting. He does not wait for me to do wrong before he will say he will punish me. He loves me anyway, anyhow. His love is amazing. My hope is stayed, and my faith will be expressed. When the believer has these three, nothing, 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 nothing. Every desire of my heart shall come to pass. Whatever I expect, it can't be cut off. It shall be seen. It shall be realized. It shall be realized. It shall be realized. Because his love is backing. He gives me extravagantly. He did not come that I would die. He did not come so that the enemy would steal from me. He came to give me life. And to give me life entirely. Praise the Lord. This morning, think right. I can quote this scripture now. Don't be deceived. For God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he shall reap. Ah, if you sow the right thinking and you think his love, you're going to reap faith, hope, and you see the expression of your listen to me very carefully. No sickness can attack your body. You can't fail in anything you decide to do by the Spirit. Are you understanding the point? Everything you touch will succeed. God will bless the works of your hand. God is not waiting to punish you. He loves you. Stay in the love of God. Let everybody go down. You are going up. Tell me how Noah succeeded. He stayed in the love of God. When everybody was going down, the ark was going up. Oh, praise the Lord. Why? Because he had the three greats. He had faith. He had hope. 
and he stayed in the love of God. That is where grace abounds. Wherever you see grace, faith, hope, love abides. Now abides faith. <laughs> now abide faith. Let your faith abide. Jesus, let your hope abide. And let your love abide. And grace will abound. Grace will abound on every side. Grace, glorious grace. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.